your premium Texas high school football podcast from your friends at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Your amigos. Your amigos. I'm the Tep Greg Tupper. And I'm the Step, Matt Step. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, or for you freeloaders who are listening to this. Hello. Welcome. We're going to make this free. This is freemium. Um, welcome. This is Tep and Step. It's our premium high school football podcast. Um, and we do this every week during the season. And we do a bunch of stuff during the off season. And if you're Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, you get this every week. Yes. So what are you waiting for? You should subscribe. TexasFootball.com slash insider. You get this goodness every week during the season and monthly in the off season? Monthly in the off season. Probably twice. We were talking about probably twice in February. Yeah, because realignment. Yeah. Realignment. Um, yes. So TexasFootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. And if you are an insider, thank you. You're wonderful and I love you. We love you. We love you very much. You others... Jury's out. You savages. It is Thursday. This is your Thursday state championship preview. We're going day by day, giving you daily pods to get you ready for the UIL Texas High School Ball State Championship Games at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Um, Before we get to all of that, Matthew, um, I know I asked you this last year on the podcast, but I think it bears repeating because, you know, there's churn. There's turnover Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. in, in 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 the listenership. As my computer goes my off. My question for you, Matthew, is I'm, I'm looking for a couple tips. Let's just say that I'm making my first ever trip to AT&T Stadium for the state ah. championship games. I'm, I'm, just, I'm really interested. I want to go out there. Here. I'm a Pottsboro fan. Yes, okay. I'm a Pottsboro You're fan. Eight-pound, nine-ounce, baby Pottsboro. Baby Pottsboro yeah. fan. Um, I want to go to the state championship. Give me a couple of tips and tricks that okay. you, the, the guy who has been to more title games at AT&T Stadium, than probably anybody on earth, or been at least tied. Been to all of them. Yeah, all I hadn't of them. missed any. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, more than anybody. Uh, give me some tips and tricks. I think Phil may have me beat, though. That's about it. Mr. Phil. Um, first thing, do not park in the parking lot at Walmart. You will be towed. I know it seems nice. It's that nice, large, inviting, free parking lot. Don't do it. You will be towed. There's somebody watching. They will tow your car in an instant. Pay the money park in the parking lot but by, by the way it's cheaper to pay by card than it is cash i think because mm. it goes quicker so uh pay by card uh and park um if you're gonna stay all day uh eat a large breakfast yes eat a big breakfast you don't want to eat concession stand food all day it's just it's terrible for the diet and you'll feel terrible mm-hmm. afterwards so eat a large breakfast um like a waffle house a waffle house right over there There's mm-hmm. a bunch of places right along collins Eat you a large breakfast when you go into the stadium. You, that way you won't be hungry for a while. When you do get hungry or thirsty, buy a souvenir cup. Mm. Here's why. It's value, because number one, you can take the cup home. Number two, there are water stations all around the stadium on the concourses. So when you finish your Dr. Pepper or your Sprite or whatever, you can go to the concession stand and just have them fill it up with ice and then walk to the water stations and get free water. Uh. Pro tip right there. That is a pro tip. Yes, that's what I would do. And stay hydrated. Yeah, definitely stay hydrated. Um, as far as your food options inside of the stadium, Friday and Saturday are the best days. Because Friday, thir- they, they don't open up as many concessions on Wednesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of limited to the, you know, the, the Papa John's pizza. Maybe Papa John will come and eat like 40 pieces of pizza in 30 days. I ordered 40 pizzas yeah. in 30 days. A.K.A. Razor Ramon. Um it's kind of the normal stuff, right? Your hot dogs, your nachos, your pizza, slices of pizza, that kind of thing. Friday and Saturday, they open up more concessions and they expand the options a little bit. The brisket nachos are always a great option, and the Philly cheesesteak. The Philly cheesesteak is the largest, most satisfying meal you can get at AT&T Stadium. Mm-hmm. So 
That's that's where you get your value for your money there. Uh, Post game, uh, go to Texas Live. Lots of cool places over there. You can grab you an adult beverage if you're into that kind of thing. If you just want to get something to eat, mm-hmm. not concession stand food. Um, Texas Live has a lot of places that are open late. You can grab you something to eat there uh, post game. Um, if you are coming in from out of town, maybe you're a Pottsboro fan and you decided to uh, get a hotel for the night and uh, you know not not have to deal with driving back. Um, if you're going to do that, I say Uber to the stadium. Mm. Uber from your hotel. Probably won't be very cheap. Probably be cheaper than the parking. That is probably true. And if you Uber, have them drop you off in the Walmart parking lot and walk across the street. Because mm-hmm. I think the Uber, the Uber um, drop-off is a little further out. So have them drop you off at Walmart and then walk across the street into the stadium. So there How you go. How about that? A few pro tips for there you. There you go. That's Matt Stepp. Yeah. He is your... Man of the people. He is a man of the people. I know yes. he sits in the press box, but... I do. I look, I look down upon you all with scorn. <laughs> this is your... <laughs> Just kidding. This is your Tuesday... Tuesday. Good Lord. Today I'm is... Today, no. No, Tuesday is not Bob, even Tuesday. Tuesday is Bob's dinner. You, Tuesday, you have Bob's Bob, dinner Bob's on your mind. No, yeah. today is your... Thursday. Is your Thursday state championship preview. If it was a Tuesday state championship preview... That'd be weird. You'd we break some news. We would be late. And we'd, we'd die. Because uh, we'd have five days at AT&T yes. instead of four. Oh, my God. So there are three. It's our first 11-man triple header uh, of the state championship games, and we will kick it off 11 a.m. on Thursday morning as the Mart Panthers back for the 12th time at the state championship game looking for their eighth state championship, the two-time defending champs, take on the first-timers, the Hamlin Pied Pipers. And before we start... I need to talk about the Hamlin logo that we have on Texas football. Oh, it's 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 Chef's kiss. It is so good. It's great. Okay, They've, it's it's a Pied Piper bursting through the state of Texas, and that Pied Piper is yoked. Yes, he's been in the weight room. That dude is not skipping arm day. Okay, yeah. That dude is my idol. A beast. Yep. Anyway. It's Hamlin, and it's Mart for the 2A Division II state championship. It's the smallest 11-man classification going in. And, and, and look, let's talk a little bit about Hamlin. Because we were on opposite sides of this game last year, last week. Um, I took Hamlin, you took Stratford. Because, and, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, a big reason why you picked Stratford was because this was a rematch, and the first time Hamlin and Stratford played... Stratford took them to the woodshed. 39-6, to six, I believe. Yeah, yeah, an absolute drumming from Stratford. They then go, Hamlin. They reversed the whip. They reversed the whip. They yeah. were getting thrown into the, into, the, into the corner, and they just go, nope, and they reversed it and threw them in the turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah, oh, nice wrestling reference Thank there. You. Yes. They were dominant, and by the way, ran out, stormed out. To a 35-7 halftime lead and just never look back. They yeah. beat Stratford 56-23. You, you made sure to let me know um, about that. Uh, during the game Thursday, Tepper, who picked Hamlin, <laughs> decides to call me in the press box while we're in Brownwood at the post-Valley View game. Because we only had one spot in the press and, box. And uh, told me, asked me what the score was, and I proceeded to tell him the, the score. And he did a little jig on the field at the 25-yard line. Pied Piper jig. Yeah, a little Pied Piper <laughs> to honor the Pied Pipers. Uh, he danced on the field at Gordon Wood Stadium to celebrate Hamlin's big win, or big lead, and they end up winning comfortably. So Uh, Seven interceptions in the game? Seven. Including, I think, six in the first half. Yeah, Austin Brown had four by himself. Um, This team, the defense was locked in. 
locked in. Um, and there was a big, you know, big reason why. Go back to the the first time they met. I think Hamlin might have been like minus four in the turnover margin. This time, it's I think they were plus six in the turnover margin. Mm-hmm. So this is a Hamlin team that, if you're unfamiliar with them, I really like the balance this team has. Braden Warner, their quarterback, has been very solid, but Javon Williams is probably the name to know for them. He is the bell cow running back. And then they've got a guy that I think only exists in Hamlin, Texas. And his name's Austin Lozano. Austin Lozano is a 290-pound tight end. And if you've seen high, look up this kid's huddle. Yeah, okay? I don't, a, a 290 might be – Austin Lozano's a big kid. He might be 300. He's a, he's a large child. But he can move. He moves. He moves like a 180-pound guy. It is remarkable. He's one of the most remarkable athletes we will see this weekend. Uh, they are a team that really – I think that the, the strength of their team is they, they tend to want to outscore people. They have a, their, the offense is the strength of it. They want to establish the running game. They want to hit them over the top of Braden Warner. This is a team that, that has got a lot of things. And then, obviously, the defense is a bit opportunistic. Okay. Here's Mart. Okay. Mart's the known commodity. We know who Mart is. Mart is the two-time defending champs. Mart is looking to go for three in a row. Mart, since three losses earlier in the year, when I think they dropped to two and three, they have been a buzzsaw. Okay? They have been clobbering people. And last week, we all had that Mart Fall City game circled going. Mm-hmm. That's the big game. That's the big game. We've had it. We've 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 been wondering about it since before the season started. We thought these were these were the teams that were going to meet in the semifinal. And all Mart does is run out to a twenty-two nothing first half lead and never look back. That was a that was the, the scorebook like credit Fall City. Their defense played, I think, pretty they hung well. In there. They hung in, but that game was never close. That game was never going no, to be close. No, it was never in doubt. It was no. 22 nothing, and I was like, this game's over. Yeah. And ironically, that's the closest. Since Mart dropped to Division Two last year, that 20-point win over Falls City is their closest victory over a 2A Division Two opponent Jeez. in the last two years. They just clobber 2A Division Two teams. They Yeah, that, that's the thing is that they just have just – they haven't been challenged against. They have to play two A Division ones or three A yeah. division. They're, one of their losses is to Franklin, who's a three A Division one team. Yeah, one of their losses is to Refurio. Yes, who at the, at the time of that they play may have just won a two an undefeated two A Division one state championship. Mm-hmm. And the thing for me is is we can talk all we want about the weaponry they have offensively, right? We can talk about. Kyler Martin, who I think has been really good for them. We can talk about Rodrell Freeman, the running back. We can talk about all the weapons they have, Demarion Medlock, uh, all the speed they've got on this team. It is an absolute burner of a team. But you know what the real the real secret to the smart team is? Their defense is nasty. Yes. Their defense they're physical, gets they're fast, they fly around, they they make plays. Yeah. And and so that is, for me, going to be interesting, is can Hamlin establish some sort of offensive balance? If they're able to get the run going and then hit a couple plays in the passing game, they're in business. But Mart is pretty good about pursuing you sideline to sideline. They're going to have the better athletes on the field. Yes, and Hamlin, Hamlin from where, playing out west where they come from, 
they're typically the team with the best athletes. Yes. Hamlin rarely runs into a team that can out-athlete them. And that's going to be the case by a decent margin probably across the board when they play March. So Hamlin's going to have to change their mentality a little bit. Now, I do think uh, the Lozano kid is is like – so Hamlin, you know, Braden Warner, their quarterback, Javon Williams, their running back, those are all good players, but those aren't aliens to Mark. Austin Lozano is an alien. And I think obviously they can't center their game plan around Lozano because he, he's just not built that way, and he's such a big part of their defensive line. Mm-hmm. But I think if they can find a way to get the ball in Lozano's hands a few times and let him do his thing in, in space, where it's going to take a whole the whole team to get him down, mm-hmm. basically, I think Hamlin that's that's an advantage and an edge that Hamlin has, and that could open up other things that may not all may may not otherwise be there. But here's the other thing, though. Is Mart's got that same guy? They've got Roger Freeman. Yeah, Roger Freeman's a a grown man. Uh, yeah, he's two hundred. He's listed at six foot two hundred and five. Roger Freeman's two fifteen, two twenty. Yeah, that dude's a <laughs> beast. He's got he's got a Texas Tech offer. Already. And they run this play. He and Kyler Martin run this zone read play, and Kyler Martin is really savvy with that. They don't ask Kyler Martin to throw a ton. No, they they they're they're happy running the ball and getting on the edge and using their speed. But they run this zone read play, and you have to commit to Rodrell Freeman. Everyone has to commit to Rodrell Freeman. Yeah. And then Kyler Martin can pull it and go. That is the dangerous thing there. That I am very, very. Uh, I need to know, like, how can they find a way to not only mitigate the speed, but also the power running for Rodrell Freeman? That's to me, it's it's so difficult. And then, I mean, look, the pedigree disparity is clear, right? Mart, this is for a lot of these kids. This is the third time they've been here. March won seven, 17 straight playoff wins. That's yeah. incredible in of in and of itself. Yeah, Hamlin. Hamlin's been a great program for a while out yeah. in the big country, but they had it's not. Actually, I was actually kind of shocked they'd never been before. Yeah, they've won a lot of games. They've been to the semis a few times. I mean, they've they've had some great teams in the past. They just haven't been able to get over the hump. And you know, this group finally got over the hump. And. uh I guess they made us look good because we picked them. We picked them over Albany in the preseason yeah. rankings, and I, I it remember, turned out great. I remember Russell Lucas giving me trouble about that. And yeah, he and Denny Faith both. What, what do you think the the path to victory here is for Hamlin? For Hamlin, I think I think first and foremost, you got to be able to run the ball. I think mm-hmm. Javon Williams has got to be having a good game, and they've got to be able to have that offensive balance. That's number one. And number two is they probably got to force a couple turnovers. But the problem is that like Mart is not going to throw the ball enough for them to pick off six passes. No. You know what no, I mean? No, yeah. And so they are going to have to force some turnovers, be about plus two in the, in, the, in the turnover margin. Now, I will say this. The computer likes Hamlin. The computer has Hamlin as a small favorite. Both major computer polls have Hamlin as a favorite. Has Hamlin as a slight favorite. Part of that is, I think, Mart has three losses, including a couple of kind of ugly ones. Yeah, and it threw the computer. And it threw the computer off. But recently, Mart has been rolling. I like Mart. I think you like Mart. I think we were, pre- we were unanimous in our yes. pick with Mart. So. But I mean, Hamlin's Hamlin's I'm, not lunch meat. I'm interested. This in the will game. not be. This will not be Mark Groover. No, I kind of felt like last year, Mart was going to kind of roll roll yeah. Groover. Kinda, we kind of all felt yeah. like that going in. I don't don't have that feeling this year. I, I, I think this is going to be a competitive game. Um, but I, th- I think Mart in the end has got a little too much. So that's your first game. We now move to the three o'clock hour. 3 o'clock, let's dust off some 3A football, shall we? 3 o'clock Thursday at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. It's a 3A Division I state championship game pitting the defending state champ Grandview Zebras, Zebras, 
The zebras. The zebras. It's zebra, not zebra. Against another newbie. Third straight 11-man game with a newcomer. Mm-hmm. This time, the team you can't kill. Pottsburg. The Pottsboro Cardinals. Yep. They refuse to die. They, they don't know how back to Back-to-back one-point wins. Yes. I was at one of them. I was at their their quarter uh, regional final win over uh, Gladewater out at Sulphur Springs. And uh, I'll tell you what, th- and they find different ways to win. Mm-hmm. You know, against uh, Gladewater, it was the pat- it was it was Braden Plyler and it was Titus Lyons, the receiver, who just torched Gladewater's secondary. Um, last week against Brock, it seemed like Plyler kind of took on a little bit more on his own and kind of did it with his with his feet a little bit more. He, he he threw the ball well as well, but it seemed like Plyler last week did a little bit more with his legs. He ran the ball thirty times. Yeah, and that was the key um, in in the victory over Brock. Um, we watched the very end of that game driving home. We saw Pottsboro get the, that interception. I mean, that, they were down 35-24 in the fourth quarter. They were, and I thought when Brock punched that in, like I think it was like 35-23, and I was like, that's church. Yeah, because that's Brock just runs the football, and just, even if Pottsboro goes down and scores quickly, Brock's just not going to get the ball back. And right. Pottsboro's defense, in a, in a key moment, came up with a huge stop and got the gave the ball back to their offense to make the plays. Um, but this this Zebra team... This is they're looking like the team that we thought they'd be, and they kind of had that little hiccup. They, even in the, throughout most of the regular season, it almost seemed like it was a warm up because they didn't they weren't real super impressive they throughout beat the regular season. Fourteen thirteen, they lost to Whitney. Whitney. Whitney's a good team, but they lost to Whitney, and it's just like what's going on. And then all of a sudden, once the playoffs started, it's I me. Mean, Ish went and saw him in the, in the in the playoff opener against Rockdale. We thought they you know that, that Yo might give him a game. And then they they beat they blew Troy's doors off. And this is the team they have been, and they roll. I mean, Columbus that score last week forty one twenty one. That was not indicative of that game. No. That was forty one seven in the fourth quarter, and Grandview just called off the dogs. Yeah, or called off the zebras. I am, and that's what's interesting to me is this is a first of all obviously there's two teams that first of all Pottsboro is one of the most the the the, the most quietest 15-0 teams in the state. Yeah, they, we really haven't talked much about it. And by the way, a win over another state finalist that we're going to be talking about in the a next A real nice game. win over Gunner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Braden Plyler is really talented. He's a really solid quarterback. And then they've got that Titus Lyons on the outside. And then Cy Shope, we haven't even mentioned his name. He's he, good, but he's not healthy. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, he's, he's battling, I think it's, a, it's an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't have that same burst or, or wiggle that he would normally have. Um, he, I think his his numbers the last three weeks have really suffered. He's still he's playing through it. He's gutting it out. But you can just watch him and tell he's not. And that worries me because I think if Grandview makes them one-dimensional, mm. that defense, that is They're not feast. good news. Demetrius so, Cranover and, and, and that defense is experienced, like nine starters back from the state championship team last year. Mm-hmm. They will they they will eat Pottsboro alive if they get one dimensional. That's exactly right. They've got to be able to run the ball, which may be you know first of all, Sideshow. I think you'd have to cut off his leg for him not to play in this game. Yes, he's going to play, but how effective will he be? That's probably why Braden Plyler carried the ball thirty Absolutely. times. Absolutely, uh, Shope was more of a decoy, probably. Yes, exactly. So Grandview, if you're asking me why has Grandview flipped the flipped the switch, I think it's because they've been running the ball. Tremaine Galad has yeah. been. A monster. He was the guy who they who Grandview did not have last year in their title run. Mm-hmm. He got hurt. He tore his ACL in week four last year and missed most of the season. They forced him to move Elijah Golden, who's playing linebacker, and move him to running back. Well, now 
Golden's still playing linebacker, and then they, they have this one-two punch with Gallette and Golden, and it's made Grandview's offense even more lethal when you consider they have a guy like Dane Yench at quarterback. Yes. And Dane Yench, I mean, he's a baller, man. This dude just – this dude – and it's not just – it's not just that he's a great quarterback, right? It's not just that he's a great quarterback, but this guy is a terrific – Defender too. Yeah, he'll, he's had interceptions the last three weeks. He is a terrific defender as well. He is a field general, and that is to me. If you're talking about a Pottsboro road to victory, and what worries me for Grandview, or what worries me for for Pottsboro, is that Grandview is a better, I think, a better running team than Brock, and Brock was able to get some get a, some pretty good traction on the ground. That Grandview offensive line does not get talked about, and they're really good. And by the way, I don't think there's any doubt that Grandview is also a better passing team than Brock. Yes. And so that's where it's say this falls on the Pottsboro defense to make plays. Which, look! They found ways in key moments. They are, the numbers don't impress you, okay? They give up 19 points a game. And at this point in the state, all these teams that make, win state championships, if you're giving up 19 points a game, you're in the bottom third of like the rankings, mm-hmm. right? But they make plays. They come up, they have a knack for the moment. They're going to need to have about three or four of those moments to get them off the field. Yeah. Now, I am. I do think they're going to be able to, to move the ball if they can run the ball. They got to be able to establish yep. the run. That's the biggest thing. I've, Don't make Braden Plyler do it all. Here's this is one of those games where I think it's going to go either Grandview blowout or if, if this game's a one score game in the fourth quarter. Yes. How could you not pick Potts? But this is this is what they do. This is their game. Yeah. This is who they are. Um, I'm I'm interested in this one, but I do think I think you're right. I think there's a fair chance because this. Because Grandview also has the pedigree advantage, having been here last year. And by the way, you mentioned it, like all of these guys played in the game last year. Yeah, pretty much this all isn't, of them. This, this, they were, we were sitting there last year at the press box going, well, Grandview's going to be back because they bring everybody back. There's a couple of teams. Like, okay, if you want to say that, like, Alito, this is a largely new team making it to a title game, I, I, I'd agree. Like, there's a lot of uh, key pieces, especially in the lines, that are going to be, uh, that are new to mm-hmm. the state championship uh, uh field not grandview no i like grandview i know you like grandview um what does the computer say Grand computer has the unfeeling robot uh grandview by 10 yeah, um, that sounds about right i think that's right but it, again if this game's tight if this game's tight late i mean how do you pick against Pottsboro? what and map what matt poe has done there is really impressive. he's 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 done a great job with it. and the poe name and coaching is mm-hmm. unbelievable and and uh you know, with his his dad Ron Poe has a stadium named after him in McKinney. Uh, his brother Bill Poe is the coach at Northwest. Uh, Poe coaching name is big, and and this is a game that's really a, a very North Texas centric state title game. Yeah, I mean Grandview's right. Grandview's just south of Fort Worth on I thirty five, and Pottsboro's uh, you know up there in the Sherman Denison area. Grayson so County, yeah. So very uh, North Texas centric title game. Let's close out Thursday with another Grayson County team. 3A Division II. It's a nightcap, 7 o'clock, Thursday at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. It's a game we all thought was going to happen, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You, we all had. Don't, don't look at our preseason. Don't fact check this. Yeah. The Gunner Tigers. Third trip in four years. And the Paul Pewitt Bramus. Located in beautiful, scenic Omaha, Texas. Yeah. Which is uh, northeast Texas, kind of around Mount Pleasant, if you're kind of getting a frame of reference for where Omaha is located. So, Gunner's been here before, but we didn't think they'd be here this year. No. Now, now I thought, I thought, 
thought they were still the favorite out of Region Two, mm-hmm. right? Not a surprise that they are that they made it to the state semifinal. But the way Canadian was cruising, it yeah, looked like it was going to a... take a really special effort to dethrone them. And they got it. They did. Um, After falling behind, was it seventeen to three in the first half? They were down seventeen to three. Rallied back for a twenty-seven twenty win. Two fourth quarter touchdowns from Peyton Lowe, and then the the goal the, the stand at the goal line. Man, to, that's what a play! Li- that's going to live in infamy. Bryson Rigsby, uh, that is a that is a game changing play. So Canadian on you know one untimed down from the three yard line looks like they had the right play called a little a little underneath screen with mm-hmm. a, with the offensive lineman leading the way and Rigsby undercuts the block and gets to the goal line and makes the play and, and stop the Canadian receiver at at the one foot line basically and, for, and, and that would have won the game I would would have tied, tied it sent over, yeah. well I mean it could have yeah, gone for maybe, two but one, yeah would have sent overtime save the game for Gunner so so uh, they're in yeah Omaha Paul Pewitt Tristan Abram man. He's done a heck, you know. He's he's got he, he was an assistant on that on that Sulphur Springs staff that won state and beat my Everman Bulldogs in the semifinals. You read that game? Him. That's yes. where you invented truck stick. Mm. Um, and so he's got pedigree. And this Pewitt team, in a lot of ways, they're doing it in a different way. But reminds me of that Sulphur Springs team where they just kind of keep winning. No mm-hmm. one's talking about them, and they keep finding ways to win close games. And uh, two weeks ago, they 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 beat Dangerfield. They're down a slot T team, down thirty to thirteen at the half. They was, come back and win. I'm, I swear to you, this game was over. And they come back and win forty five forty two. Last week they're down by ten at halftime against East Bernard. Yeah, and they score the game's final sixteen points and beat East and come up with the goal with a late stand, um, in the end zone and and beat East Bernard twenty four to eighteen. This is a team that that's kind of got a little destiny on their side. They for do sure. right now. They they've got a real team of destiny feel, and this is a team that. You mentioned it. They run that slot T, or they they run the uh, they run the wing T, basically, kind of a version of the wing T. They're Paul Pewitt, um, but this is a team that spreads the ball out to a lot of different guys. Yeah. What was the stat you said on Texas football today? They've had seventeen different running yeah. backs who run for a million yards. Yeah. It's. I think. I think they've. I know in one game this year they had five backs get a hundred yards. Yes. That is. That is like the the because I remember us marveling at it. Let me tell you this. They have three backs over a thousand yards, and then another one in. Uh, DeAndre Hill, who's at 963, and another one in Keontre Hawkins, who's at 810. So they have five running backs, five runners, I should say, that are over 800 yards. That's incredible. That's amazing. And, I mean, they're averaging almost, they're averaging more than 400 yards a, yeah. a, a, a game on the ground. The the guy to know on this team is LeJathan Allen. He's, he's the game breaker. He is. He's the game breaker. He's a leading rusher. He's also a stud defender for yes. them. He is a two-way star for this team. Crossholder is an interesting guy, too. Their quarterback. He, he's kind of the guy in the day, because when they had to throw against Dangerfield, he made plays. He did. They're not, they don't do it a ton. He's only thrown the ball 41 times this year. But you know what? Ten of them are for touchdowns. It's not a bad. It's one out of four. One out of four times you put it in the air, it goes for a touchdown. Could be worse. Here's what's interesting. I am starting to wonder if... Because this is we get so caught up in in Gunner because of their offense, right? Because they run that pistol option offense, which is so much fun to watch. And, and it's Hudson, Mike Craven's favorite offense. Hudson Graham has been great, and Peyton Lowe is the star running back. But really, what makes this team go is their defense. Oh, for sure, their defense is that's an elite unit. That's an elite defense, mm-hmm. and it's the front seven that are the strength, right? 
one of the things that they like the place that they are are, are vulnerable, if you want to say, is in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul Pugh is likely not going to test them as much as Canadian. Let's say that no. Much, okay, they held Canadian to twenty. That that's the most impressive thing about that last week's game. They held Canadian to twenty points. Yeah, in three in the second half. Yes. So. This game, I think it's fascinating to see, can Paul Pewitt run the ball? Because the, we haven't talked about the Paul Pewitt defense, which had a great game last week, but overall, that's not how they win games. No, it's, they're, I'd say they're, they're slightly above average yeah, defense. They're, they're, they're fine. They're a fine defense, yeah. you know? But they're playing, they played great last week against East Bernard. East Bernard put the ball on the ground a few times. Uh, they forced a couple turnovers. This is going to be, Paul Pugh has got to play clean game. Got to play clean. And I am really interested to see what happens when that gunner defense runs into what has been one of the best rushing teams in the state Yeah. in, in Paul Pugh. Pugh has got to win first down. They can't, yeah. they can't be uh, they can't be second, second and, nine. and nine, second and eight. No. It's just not where they want to be. If they want to do that. Craig Way was out at this game. And he, oh, and he told me, he was like, Paul Pewitt, he's like, they're living right. There's a team of destiny feeling to it that, that East Bernard made a fair number of mistakes and Paul Pewitt capitalized on them. They've got to do that again this week. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think, first of all, I think this game's a coin flip. I think this game's real tight. Um, I think you give a slight, I give a slight edge to Gunner. I think you could go either way in this one, and I would totally agree with it. The computer does not agree with that. The computer likes Gunner by 14. Um. Now, I put, I took Pewitt in a little bit of an upset. I think they're the team of destiny. I, I think every year there's always that one. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple years ago it was College Station. Mm-hmm. Um, who was last year's team of destiny? I guess North Shore in a way was the team of destiny. Hail Mary. Yeah. Um, but there's always there's always that one team. Quero would probably mm-hmm. be the team last year. Just kind of another. Away. By the way, another team that started the year unranked. We got Gunner who started the year number four. Mm-hmm. Paul Pewitt started the year in the computer rankings 29th. Yeah. And has been humming along. Um, this is a really, in fact, we had them now. fourth in their own district. Yeah, we one, had Dangerfield, three. Elysian Fields, Wascom, and then Paul Pewitt. We got Dangerfield right. They did. They did. They won the district, mm-hmm. but still Pewitt got the revenge. But they've in the gotten playoffs. hot at the right time. Yeah, those bozos at Dave Campbell's. <laughs> what do they know? That's it. That's Thursday. Uh, at that point, again, we will be halfway through the state championship games. There will mm-hmm. be just two days left in the in the Texas high school football season. We'll go home. We'll put on a little, our little football footy pajamas. We'll call into our little football bed. Mm-hmm. Wake up and do it again for three games on Friday. And I think Friday is the best day of the state championship game. I agree. So join us for the Friday podcast tomorrow. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. And if you're not, if you're, if you enjoyed this podcast and you are not a subscriber, please consider becoming Dave Campbell's Textball Insider. Textball.com slash insider. That's you don't just get the podcast either. Oh, you get a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Two magazines, years worth of exclusive online content, access to our archives, access to our recruiting edition or our, our recruiting site, uh, blah, blah, blah. A lot of stuff. Yes. A lot of stuff. That's a good sales pitch. Good job, Greg. Thanks, thanks for your courage, Step. Thank you. We'll see you next time.